This week on the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. <laughs> but what, what allowed him to do that? The Wookiees were like, were like, uh, you know, I got this. I got this other side of the table. Right? Yeah, they were like, hey, one Tauntaun unit that's cheaper than me. We can sort of deal with you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. It was like. <laughs> Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a podcast focused on tactics and competitive play for Star Wars Legion. Hosted by Kyle Dornboss, Michael Barry, and David Zelenka, with Jay Shalansky, the man behind the glass. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Mike. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. You know, I'm uh, enjoying the, the, the weather today. It was great. It rained and I discovered that uh, my roof deck isn't there. So that's cool. Your roof deck isn't there. What does that mean? Like, uh, you know, so like you've got shingles on your house, right? And they're attached to like wood. Uh, well, apparently it was raining in my house today because the wood's not there. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like an important component of a roof. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was that was my day. How was your day? That's good. Um, you know, every day is the same. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was yeah, it was yeah, it yeah. was fine. The weather was was nice, other than a very brief thunderstorm slash tornado watch. Yeah, that's um, the thunderstorm that rained in my home. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, um, it actually it uh, I love it when it storms and then it storms quickly. So then you just you go out and you can walk around and there's all like random uh, like rivers and little tributaries and stuff. Uh, we have like a little, little wooded area near my house that has all sorts of cool stuff like that in it. So. And of course, yeah. the kids love to splash in puddles. So anytime uh, the sky provides instantaneous entertainment for my kids, that's a win. <laughs> you don't have to. Right. right. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was good. Um, I, uh, I finished up some B1s. Uh, I'm excited that they're easier to paint than they were to assemble. <laughs> I mean, so here's, here's the real question, I think. Easy, ease aside, were they quicker to paint than they were to assemble? Um, I think the short answer is no. Um, I think they could be, but I'm maybe doing a little bit more work on them than I need to. I'm still, you know, I'm still airbrushing and then uh, dry brushing and washing, but I'm also doing like squad markings and, you know, you got to paint their guns black and stuff. So, um, you know, it's, it's not, it's not quite as fit, quick as just putting them together. It's definitely way faster than like painting a rebel trooper or stormtrooper by orders of magnitude so um yeah awesome yeah um so invader league signup started yesterday yeah are you going into our news segment <laughs> oh yes i'm sorry we are going into the news segment we've got sweet drops guys God. welcome to in the news drops don't work if i don't uh <laughs> you gotta cue me up, right? I'm like over here. I'm like ready to press the button. I'm like, is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? Welcome to in the news. There we go. There we go. You need. We need like a hand signal or something. Right. Um, pat your head or something. All right. Uh, so the uh, <laughs> it's already up. Over I'm patting my people. head. Yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. Um, it's already up over 200 people. Uh, it is. So <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot. You know, I, I don't remember. Do you do you know how long how how long how many last uh, league was ish? I don't. Um, I think it ended up right around there. 
Because yeah. I think round robin was 196. That sounds right. That sounds it, right it in was, my brain. It was a lot last time. Um, and I it think it's, it's notable that it's uh, basically where it was last time. And <laughs> registration's been open for, what, like 36 hours or something? Yeah, thereabouts. Um, so, yeah, this is great. It's, uh, I expect it'll get even larger than that. This is the, really the only way to play Legion right now. Um, so... Yeah. yeah i mean like I, the way i feel about it is all the haters are just gonna have to like get over it because we're we're here now and this is this is the thing this is it you know yep. exactly this is this is the way to play legion right now and i'm super excited um i'm super excited to uh use my virtual droids uh <laughs> sad that i can't use my real ones uh, there'll be no faction waffling from me this time. I know that those my faction waffles are legendary, but uh, um, I'm like 65% to play droids. So yeah, I'm not waffling <laughs> at all. I'm just 50 50 to play this one faction to another. That's like the definition of waffle. Hey, this is last last season. I literally flipped a coin, so this is an improvement. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like when you say 65%, what you're really trying to say is I'm going to flip a loaded coin. Um, but, well, okay. you know, you do. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Remember this three weeks from now, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we'll see when I end up playing um, Republic. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah, so that's super exciting. Get on the website and sign up. There's no... Uh, you know, I'm sure they'll cut it off at some point. Um, I don't want to speak for Zach here, but I don't think that there's like, at the moment, there's no hard cap and we always need waitlisted people. Yeah. So, um, you know, cause people always drop. So, uh, even if, even if there ends up being a cap, uh, and you want to play, still sign up after that because there's just a good chance you'll get in anyway. Um, but yeah, I think the only limitations are basically staffing with like judges and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, and it sounds like they're going to need more than more than normal. So yeah, um, right. Uh, it is worth mentioning the registration for that ends on the twenty sixth. Yeah, so um, so get in there. Though you should sign up sooner than later. Yep. Um. So also in the news, uh, Fifth Trooper now has a. It's basically an acrylic token pack, but in in that in that pack is a silhouette, a laser cut silhouette. Um, so, uh, check that out. Um, we've uh, been posting on a Facebook, uh, give it a, give it a look. See, uh, it looks awesome. I'm totally getting one. Um, so I don't have to use a piece of paper. <laughs> I mean, so we, I feel like we haven't talked about the component portion of that, but a ton at least. Um, but a paper sort of feels like it, there's like room for error. Yeah, because you're like using scissors and it's flimsy. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's how I feel about it too. So, anyways, we've got these sweet new laser cutouts, and uh, hopefully they'll help solve that problem. Yep. Um, we also uh, do have a Patreon on the Fifth Trooper that supports all of our stuff, not just this cast, but the other casts, um, uh, the blog, the YouTube channel, all that. So. Um, if you'd like to support us or the network, go check that out. 
um, we just sent out a bunch of ceramic order tokens to, to several uh, Patreon members. So um, you do randomly get free stuff occasionally also. So yeah, go check that out. Um, all right. So today we're going to talk uh, about close range units. And more specifically, um, like close range trooper units that are not creature troopers. Because we've talked about the creature trooper version of that extensively enough we've talked about creature troopers <laughs> yeah so we're going to talk about fleets uh b2s royal guard wookies and snows am i forgetting anything uh i mean if you are forgetting anything we've got more than enough to talk about yeah that's a lot of things all right so let's let's hit our tactics section i was wondering when you were gonna ask for that drop. <laughs> get ready for advanced tactics See, there we go. You can teach an old dog new tricks. There you go. There you go. <sighs> so fleets or snows. Snows is first on the list. Here I am jumping ahead. Yeah. Um, so before we get into like specifics, um, I think one thing that I want to say about these units generally is there are, is all five of them are best used as like what we like to call a linebacker unit. Uh which in my view is something that you kind of like hold in your reserve until um, your opponent gets something up in your grill or there's an opening that they can get through um, to create some later game pressure. It's kind of how I view them. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think, I think there's like two categories these units fall into. The first is I think the linebacker and the second is like you're taking it because you have a very specific job for it. Um, I don't think all of these units fit into fit into that category, and I do think all of them fit in the linebacker. But um, I think that like IRG and Snows um, can sometimes fill a little bit different of a niche. Yeah, I mean those the, and we can talk about each of them individually. But those two units both have something else to do when they're not killing something at close range. Yeah. Which I think might, what, might be what you're getting at. Yeah. Um, so uh, I also don't think, and maybe with the exception of B2s, um, which I'd love to hear your opinion on when we get to them, I don't know that any of these units are spammable. Uh, I think this is like a zero to one situation with most of these. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I think that there is... Um... I think that that's likely true. I think there's a case to be made that naked rebel troopers should just be naked fleet troopers. Um, but I think that also might be a preference thing. Um, I don't know. Well, when we get to them, we can kind of go through that. So uh, do we want to open up with uh, snow troopers and yeah. move on from there? Yeah, so snows are near and dear to my heart. Um, I brought them with Nova. Uh, they're really good with Palpatine because you can double tap them. Once they get in there. Yeah, it turns out Surge hit red and black die pool really good. With a flamethrower? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can pretty much like delete two trooper units back to back if you can get in there, especially against rebels or um, droids with their poor saves. Um, on average, a snow trooper unit with frag grenades and a flamer one shots a B1 unit. That's like an that's like an expected but that's like a reasonable outcome. An expected result. Yeah. Seven dudes <laughs> yeah. dead. 
I mean, think about it, right? That's five reds and seven blacks. Roger, Roger. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's really only one kind of, I guess, competitively accepted build for these, I feel like, um, which is a little bit different than... I mean, I guess most of these are that way, but, you know, you throw fragmentation grenades on them, you throw a flamer. I think the one thing that's optional on these is the officer. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think you're starting with flags and a flamethrower. And then uh, if you want to take an officer, it's a decent upgrade on them because they do really suck if they only have one action. Yeah, even if they have steady. It's hard to get close to things if you can't move twice. Yeah, and God forbid you need to, like, do an objective that's far from them. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, it takes them forever to get there. Yeah. Um, it's not great. No, but once they're stuck in, they can really wreck some stuff. Um, the reason that I think they're uh, primarily good with Pelp is A, because of pull the strings, but also um, cards like give into your anger where you can force a priority win. Yeah, you can sort of like set them up in a position to to go first and then make it so that they can't get killed. Right. Um, and then do it again with pull the strings. Yeah. Like sometimes it happens, you know, uh, where you put them in a position to flame something at the beginning of a turn. You play, give into your anger, your other, your opponent plays a two pip or a three pip. You win priority. You make them go with something you don't, you know, you don't care about on the other end of the table. You go with the snows. Uh, I'm sorry, you go with the snows, you kill something, you make them go with something else, and then you go with Palpatine and pull the strings. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be honest, like, snows aside, going, like, winning priority with Given Deer Anger is, feels like the most dirty thing you can do in the game. I gotta say. Yeah. Like, it's it feels, you're like, oh, this is what it feels like when I just get to make all of the decisions. <laughs> like, I get to make yours and I get to make mine. This is fun. Isn't this fun? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's the greatest feeling when you play like a two, giving your anger and your opponent plays a three pip or they play a two pip and you win the roll off. And so yeah. that, that deserves a Palpatine cackle. Yeah, um, for sure. Anyway. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how much more there is to say about snows. I, I struggle to make them work in a build that doesn't include Palpatine. I think most people do. And I think that kind of, at least at this juncture, um, it's it's tough to justify taking a unit that does a ton of damage at range one when you can deal a comparative amount of damage at range four um or range three i should say and like half of it at range four um so i don't know we'll see uh i do think that you know if you're going to take them take them as a one of and um it's it's worth noting that new ways to motivate them with uh, snowtroopers still good, you know. Uh, my friend Kyle here is muted, and none of you can hear him. Oh man, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I swear I'm not old. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> with Vader. With new ways is the other context. I think that um, uh, that they're good in. Yeah, I haven't actually tried it yet, but I do think that um, kind of having, like, I think think 
Operative Vader is good enough to be played right now, despite what some people may think. Um, and I don't, I haven't tried Snowtroopers in that list, but uh, I do think that there's room to kind of mess around with that. Um, yeah, I agree. All right, so let's move on to fleets. Yeah, man, fleets. So first things first. Can we talk about naked rebel troopers? Sure. And naked fleet troopers. And how for an extra four points you can have a unit that kills things. Uh yeah. I mean they have to they have to get to range too to do that, but their dice pool is like for forty four points, um like it's good. Yeah, they, I mean like dice. I guess what I'm trying to say is that, like, even if your opponent's at range three of a rebel trooper unit, like, you're still hitting like a wet noodle. Like, you're basically just sh- shooting to put a suppression token down, as opposed to kill anything most of the time. Right. Exactly. Which sometimes is fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally. It's fine. But for four points, you can kill things. I don't know. Yeah. You don't seem energetic. You don't seem excited. You're a rebel player, Kyle. Well, I think in the in the builds that you're taking naked rebel troopers, the reason you're taking them is because they're the cheapest thing that you can put in that slot. Yeah, I get it. But like, you know, for an extra 12 points total, you can have three units that are, you know, effective at hedging out force users with standby tokens. Yeah. I think it's fine. Um I think if you're running like the triple ton build, you're probably still taking naked rebel troopers because um, you don't you really don't need your core to do anything. Stop it! But, we said we weren't talking about creature troopers. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I could definitely see it. I actually think taking fleets with the shotgun is decent in a tauntaun build. Did you did, did you just forget? Well, we're not talking about the tauntauns. We're talking about the fleets. All right. So we can <laughs> talk about creature troopers, just not. Well, in the context of if they're good with these units, yeah, sure, why okay, not? All right, fine, 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 fine. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. They are, uh, I think right now, you know, one of the things that the Rebels have going for them is they have a lot of pierce saturation in a lot of their kind of top-tier units. Um, and I think increasing that with the fleets is is a good place to be, especially with you know, clones being the powerhouse they are um, at the moment. Yeah, more pierce is always good. And at least, like, if you're running them um, in a Tauntaun build, you know, your opponent has other things to worry about besides the fleets. Like, the, the problem with fleets has never been their damage. Uh, they no. still They still do... They still have uh, the most efficient damage in the game of anything that doesn't have a flamethrower, um, as far as trooper units are concerned. Um, so, uh, you know, the problem is that they're, they have white die saves, right? And when they get shot, they die really fast and they also are not very good, um, when they get suppressed. So, you know, if you want them to move forward and shoot reliably, you got to give them some kind of inspire source, which is more points that you're throwing at them. Um, but if you either run them in a Tauntaun build, or if you take like Chewie, then you have things that can either pull wounds off of them or distract from them and give your opponent something else to worry about. And then, you know, once they're done finally cleaning up whatever mess you're, 
your tauntauns created, they, then they have fleet troopers in their face to deal with that haven't been shot at yet. So, um, yeah, I definitely would not take the, um, and this goes for the snows too. I would not take the exhaust weapon on either of these units. Uh, <laughs> I think that probably should go without saying, but uh, it's just, yeah, the shotgun's too good on the fleets. The flamer's too good on the snows and exhaust weapons are, are go ahead. Their exhaust weapons are really hard to use. <laughs> Man, you are being so generous. They're bad. <laughs> They're very bad. Just yeah. so they were all clear. Kyle's over here. He's like, "Man, they're uh, yeah, they're 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 just they're so look man hard to use. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like, dude, stop. They're bad. <laughs> you know what? All right. So I'll 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 be honest. Uh, I bought some snowtroopers from a buddy, and he's like, "Man, I cannot find my iron, dude." And I was like, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> not a big deal. I'm not worried about, worry about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. The snow and the, the uh, flamer and the shotgun are good. So it's fine. Um, all right. Should we move on to B2s? Yeah. B2s are, I think, the first really heavy, heavy duty unit on this list. Um the second corpse, I guess all three of the, one, the ones we've talked about is, you know, corpse units, but core unit. Corpse. It looks like corpse, you know? They, they do a little bit, you know? I don't know. I mean, droids are basically skeletons. There you go. Well, I mean, I, the word looks like corpse is what yeah. I meant. Yeah, minus. I, I, I look at it and that's what I see. Yeah. And it's terrible. In any case, uh, B2s probably actually have two heavy weapons that are reasonable, as long as we're talking about heavy weapons. Yeah, um, I do think one is better than the other, and I'd have to go to Legion HQ and look up the card to tell you which one it is. Uh, the triple red range two. Yeah, I just always get them mixed up. Yeah, I do too. I think it's the B the ACM. Yes, um, because it's cheaper. It's cheaper yeah. does more damage, though. The range three one with blast is also notably still very good. Um, I'm not sure if it's six points. You get to use it only three times a game good you know i'm not sure if that's like a, a trade-off that you want to make i think you just want to take the cheaper gun and do more damage um the other consideration with the range three gun is that if you get unlucky and trigger ai at a bad time sometimes you're just going to shoot with that yeah because it's um, range three and the rest of your guns are range two yeah so. which isn't great um i think if you're taking that it says an armor counter like you're the, what you're paying for on that card is the impact I don't know. I feel like what you're paying for on that on that card is blast, man. Blast is pretty blast good. Is, blast is good. Blast is good. You're right. Like, uh, I mean, most of the time you're fishing for crits with these like high dice pool units, anyways. Like the impacts, the impacts gravy. But like one unit of B twos is not going to make or break. You know, that's like, oh, I have a DLT. I'm all of a sudden great against tanks. Like impact one unit with impact two in it is not going to like make or break your day against an AAT. <clears throat> that's true. Um, and yeah, actually, with blast, it's not that different from like the dreaded uh, range two death trooper blast pool. Yeah, uh, you know, and it's significantly cheaper than that combo. So, uh, so I think of the units that we've talked about so far, this is the best one. Um, agree, Hard like agree. It, it, at least, at least in a vacuum, you know. Um, 
it's it's tough to not want to take six B ones because they're so cheap, um, and they all have coordinate. But I think that if you've got space in your army for a unit that doesn't have coordinate, and I do think the fact that you know s- strike teams being introduced, I think makes that a little bit more difficult because you want uh you want to be coordinated on all your cores and then handing off your order tokens to your strike teams as opposed to b2s um but but i but i do think that you know this unit is very effective for what it's doing it's it plays a lot like fleet troopers except it's way more durable yep yeah that's a good comparison i do think the lack of coordinate is kind of a big deal um you know there's uh, a joke that there's like a, a an additional organization slot on separatist lists for droid trooper units that don't have coordinate um, <laughs> maximum x plus one where x is how many uplinks you have um, yeah i mean I, I can you know sort of get behind that i do think though that th- that there is a world where you can spam b2 battle droids like take six of them and have it be good um your opponent can only kill so many of these before like four or five units get to range two and start ripping your army to shreds um they i mean the way you should think about it is armor one is inherent cover like and it cannot be taken away ever um and they each have two health like we're talking about an eight hit point unit that's at least a couple of them are likely surging to defense because you've you know got aggressive tactics because you're you're playing a faction that relies on it and um yeah i don't know yeah i agree um i actually think the aggressive tactics is a is a good point uh sort of against spamming them because they really do need those orders for the surge tokens um but I do think if you take that range too heavy, like AI is not the worst on them. The the times when you're going to have an opportunity even to aim shoot are pretty low. Most of the time you're going to be move shooting with these guys because you're going to be out of range. Yep. Um, and yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're more durable fleets. That's a, that's a good way to look at them. Yeah. They're significantly more durable. Yeah. Like, like no contest. Yeah. It's uh, not even close. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, so I mean, I I do think that they have a place. I think they are likely going to see themselves as a one of like we've talked about, um, and and likely more as a linebacker unit because I think the only there it's really the only unit in the droid arsenal that can fill that role right now. Like outside of you know besides characters, yeah, yeah. you know, and and generally they have more important things to do, right. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, Duke is the ultimate linebacker, but uh, he's got other things to worry about usually. Yeah, I mean, uh, I do think that the main kind of uh, flaw in the Duke list tends to be that like the aggressive unit in the Duke list has to be Duke a lot of the time. Um, yep. And, and that can be problematic for a variety of reasons that we don't need to get into right now. But I do think that, you know, having one or two B2s can kind of fill that hole. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Just make sure like positionally speaking, you stick them at the end of your order chain, wherever that happens to be. Um, 
And if you're like, we've used this term before, but honeycombing, which basically means you're overlapping so that, you know, multiple B1s are within range of one of other multiple B1s, um, then that shouldn't be much of a problem because you can kind of bounce it all over the place and then end on your B2s. Um, but yeah, just make sure that you sort of plan out your positioning so you're not in a spot where you like bounce it one direction and you're like, oh crap, my B2s are on the other end. <laughs> Which I've done. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, should we move on to Royal Guard? Yeah. I mean, I think this is definitely the most diverse unit on this list if you can call it diverse i don't know diverse is not the right word the most flexible unit on this list is probably a better statement yeah i mean it's they have they have an important and useful job um regardless of what choices your opponent makes which is guardian right like like if if they never attack anything the entire game they can still make themselves useful because they have guardian too they have a red save they have the ability to upgrade that red save to surge uh, with aggressive tactics and or something like guidance. Um, and um, they have two points, hit points each. So, you know, you're getting you're getting eight hit points of, of red sur- potentially surging saves for around 100 points uh, with Guardian, which is pretty darn good. Yeah, I mean, efficiency-wise, I think efficiency per wound, they're actually one of the more efficient units with a heavy weapon in the game. Mm-hmm. You can you can correct me if I'm wrong there, but I think they're 12.5 points with a heavy, um, which yep. is a, what a lot of other squads are closer to without a heavy. Right. Defensive defensive efficiency is what you're referring to. Like Yes, yeah. yeah. Like, how many, how many um, yeah, like hit points they have that and that doesn't take into account their save clearly um which is pretty good most of the time right uh, yeah I, they're definitely best run with palpatine because of entourage and for a variety of other reasons um as snows are they're great with pull the strings because they have charge and a good melee attack um yeah i mean i actually think that um nowadays having like a just a unit of irg is um i'm not it's not mandatory but i do think that it is very important for most imperial lists to survive in the in the current current meta yeah at least they're not bringing armor right like one thing that empire lacks sort of generally is a way to deal with you know if you're not running vader or palpatine a way to deal with like an aggressive force user or other melee unit once they get in your lines. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So like, you know, not that those, those sorts of lists can't work, but recognize that if you bring a list without IRG and without Vader and without Palpatine, like if Jedi Luke gets up in your grill and you haven't caused a lot of wounds to him before he does that, you're probably just going to lose. Yeah, like like as soon as he gets to you, the game is likely over. I, I mean, I'm sure that there are some games where that is not true, but like 80% of the time, maybe more than that, if he gets in, in there and like you can't get him out um, and you don't have any of the aforementioned units, um, you've got a real problem and the game is going to come to a conclusion swiftly. Assuming the Jedi Luke players, you know, doesn't make any silly mistakes anyway. Um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> sure i mean those things do happen but yes generally speaking yeah um yeah uh look so as far as build is concerned um 
I know people have taken Naked Guard. I don't personally like Naked Guard. Um, I feel like it kind of defeats the purpose without that staff. So if you're taking Naked Guard, you're you're strictly taking them as a Guardian battery, right? Yeah. Like you're, you're saying, this unit, I do not care about the offensive capacity of this unit. I'm taking a 75-point Guardian battery. And if that's your intent, I think it's fine. You just need to recognize that when you're building your list. Um, I don't think they're good at killing things if they don't have the staff to, and tenacity. Like, I think both of those upgrades are very mandatory and additionally you know it's a little bit more relevant now if you're on tabletop simulator uh take environmental gear for god's sake yeah take environmental gear yeah it hurts real bad if you're like just a hair short of a charge because you had to get slowed down by some terrain or a barricade or something silly like that um it's it's way more applicable on tts just because there's a lot more like little scattered terrain ish stuff that's kind of in your way. Um, I don't know. I, I've played a lot with guard in real life and online. You want the environmental gear online. I tend to forego it in real life because tables tend to be built in a fashion that it's less necessary. Um, there's less area terrain and less difficult terrain generally. Yeah. Yeah. So just something to keep in mind when it comes to, to the guard. But I do think that most of the time you want the staff and you want tenacity. Um, they're just, they're lethal in melee. They're better than most, you know, lightsaber wielders um, in a straight up fight mm-hmm. just because they don't care that you're immune to pierce. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They have, they have, a, they have a strong attack, especially when you give them surge tokens. Yes. And especially sure. when you double tap it with Palpatine. <laughs> They double palpatine double tapping palpatine guard are disgusting they will just they will just like mulch tauntauns um like if someone charged if you're playing palpatine and i've done this a lot uh <laughs> uh as the palpatine player if you're playing palpatine and someone charges your lines with a non-zero quantity of tauntauns um like palpatine and guard will just they'll just shred them um it's kind of funny to see like if 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 a Tauntaun player has not played Palpatine and they're not used to that, they're like, what happened to my army? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out when the Tauntauns are gone and here we are talking about creature troopers. Again. Yeah. Um, the Tauntaun army without Tauntauns was a much fun army. <laughs> no, very true story. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Should we move on to um, Wookiees? Yeah. I mean, I think, the Wookiees, generally speaking, are very similar to the IRG conversation we just had, minus Palpatine and minus Guardian. Which are significant factors. Yeah, no doubt. I just, you know. Um, yeah. Their shooting is a lot better. Oh, it's way better. I mean, I think it's notable that, um, unlike the Guard, the Wookiees are better at shooting than they are in melee most of the time. Yeah, like generally the rule of thumb I use um, is if you would either A, be giving up a good position or B, shooting a unit with or attacking a unit with red saves, it's better to just use the ranged attack. Just because Pierce is so good. Right. Um, Like the dice are slightly worse on the ranged attack, but uh, obviously you have Pierce and you can potentially do that from a safer spot. So, um, 
Now, of course, if you're using them as a linebacker unit against some kind of melee unit, you're probably going to be using them in melee uh, with tenacity. Um, yeah. Against those particular threats, but like if if you got a force of flank or something with them, and you've got some red save targets, um, they do very respectable damage. Yeah. Um, I see in here in the notes you've typed out recently used with Jedi Luke as a tall encounter. You know, speaking of t- Wookies and Luke, Wookies are one of the only things in the game that Operative Luke can't one shot. Yeah. I mean, the, the full unit has 12 raw health, um, so which is a lot. <laughs> yeah. The joke is that they're pierce immune because you never expected them to make their saves anyway. Yeah, I mean, generally, pierce doesn't matter to them. I mean, it's the same concept with Chewie, right? Right. Like, you soak the sniper hits on Chewie because he was going to fail to save anyway. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, same deal with Wookiees. Um, yeah, I like them as like a you take two snipers and a Wookiee with Luke um, and or R2. Uh, calculate odds is good on them. My ally is good on them. Um, they're they're decent defensively against, uh, uh, you know, if someone rushes in with Tauntauns or, or a Force user or something. So um, I definitely wouldn't spam them, um, but I've used them recently in a list that I was, you know, seriously considering. Um, this was during World's Prep, so it's not like I was just messing around with Wookiees because I thought it was fun. No, I was messing around with your list, though. I played it once. I won. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it was, it was a good list, right? Yeah. Uh, Operative Luke put the list on his back. Yeah. <laughs> like a backpack. <laughs> but what, what allowed him to do that? The Wookiees were like, were like uh, you know, I got this. I got this other side of the table. Right? Yeah, they were like, hey, one Tauntaun unit that's cheaper than me. We can sort of deal with you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. It was like, what's up? Wasn't it like two? This was against Gordon. It was, it was like a unit and a half. Okay, whatever. Anyway. You know. <laughs> Point is, not terrible. Um, probably would rather have something else, but not terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think um, all of the things that we've talked about on this list, with maybe the exception of B2s and IRG, kind of get their short end of the stick when we talk about them in a competitive setting. Like people are going to be like, Oh, those units aren't good. And Oh, you know, and um, I mean, you'll probably even catch me saying that from time to time. Um, the, the truth of the matter is that they're perfectly acceptable units. They just operate at like 80 to 85% capacity in comparison to some of the other units you can take, which is to say that, you know, they're still perfectly effective. They they just get like a B minus, you know. And I think, I think that's because their role, you know, specifically as we sort of noted before we started when we're talking about uh, fleets and Wookies, um, like if they don't have something close to them that they can attack, they're not doing anything useful. So while they are very while they are good at that thing, you know, if your opponent plays like a gun line where they just sit back and wait for you to come to them, your fleet troopers are just like sitting there, you know, twiddling their thumbs, um, you know, playing bocce ball or something, right? Like <laughs> they're just playing cards in the dugout. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> coach, coach, when do we get to play? <laughs> yeah. Like now if, if your opponent charges you with something and, you know, you get to force push that something into a standby uh, for fleets, you're going to be pretty happy about it. But there's no like, there's no guarantee that you're going to be able to set up that situation in a given game. 
Yeah, I, I do think that, um, you know, part of the reason that we're having this conversation in the first place is, you know, I, I do think that these units become more relevant uh, now that vital assets is a thing. Um, you can, you know, there are some of the objectives force you to play closer to your opponent. Um, specifically, you know, like payload kind of forces you to kind of get into close quarters with your opponent in which like, you know, if you're forced to do that, these units get a lot better. Similarly, like bombing run, like your opponent has to like, somebody's got to close on somebody else. If you're, you know, um, if you're playing, playing against a player that's using bombing run, like they're going to have to eventually try and bomb you. Um, fleets can kind of, again, kind of step into that linebacker role or snows can step into that linebacker role and deal with that. Danger close is also super good for all of these units. They can shoot basically on turn one. Um, yep. You know, so... Um, yeah, those deployment zones are ranged three apart at the ends there. Yeah, so, I mean, if you've got, like, any form of scout on, a, on these units, like, all of a sudden they just turn into... Like, your opponent is either going to recognize the danger or you could deal some very damaging damage um, at the beginning of the game. Um, yep. So. Yep. All right. Well, you got any final thoughts on, on close range units? Take one or two of them. Um, don't take more than that unless you're aware of the repercussions and how your game state is going to have to be different. Um, you know, I don't try and play six fleets. Yeah, please. <laughs> <Or you're... laughs> Uh, you know, and, unless you like really know what you're doing and know what you signed up for, um, which is to say a very frustrating game of Legion if your opponent is playing a competitive list. Um, unless you're on like some weird super dense city table or something where no sidelines yeah. are longer than a range two. <laughs> yeah, if you're fighting on like a 40k city fight table, like, okay, whatever. Yeah, you know, go, go for it. Um, the inside of a ship. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? That's what fleet troopers are supposed to be good at. Yep. You know, shooting down hallways. Um, so, yeah. I. Uh, not everybody can have... Um, what's what's K2 got? Incognito. Incognito. Man, fleet troopers had incognito. <laughs> Ooh, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, they don't. No, no. That'd be a little too good. But... Yeah, it would be. All right. Well, um, I am super excited for Invader. We'll, um, as I get closer, we'll talk about our predictions. Um, after it starts, we'll talk about what we're bringing because uh, it is uh, list locked. So we'll be able to do that. Sort of list locked. Sort of. Yeah. It's yeah. You get like a you get a mulligan basically. Yeah. Um, somewhere in there in round robin, and then of course uh, for between round robin and single elims, if you make single elims, you. You, you um you know get to change it again but um yeah and generally i think the available units have changed between between the two though maybe i'm wrong about that and i'm making that up no sometimes um like if stuff changes in the mod between round robin and single elims then yes the roster can change but i don't think that's always happened uh but it's definitely possible um all right well uh we are the notorious scoundrels i'm kyle and i'm mike and uh, we'll see you next week. Get that painting done. 
Join us next week for another episode of The Notorious Scoundrels. This has been a Fifth Trooper production.